Welcome to Wannabe Clutter Free, formerly Wannabe Minimalist, the podcast for busy families who are tired of the chaos, fed up with being overwhelmed, and ready to enjoy life again. Each week, we talk about how to let go of the clutter so that you can focus on the things that actually matter. And it's not just physical clutter. We talk about the mental and emotional stuff too, because if it's holding you back, it's time to ditch it. I share what I've done in my own life to declutter, organize, and calm the chaos, but you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's practical, doable, and simple for those of us that want to be clutter-free. You know how life doesn't stick to a schedule? Well, why should your paycheck? That's where Earn In comes in. It's an app that lets you access the money you've earned right when you need it, not just on payday. Imagine this, your dog suddenly needs a vet or your kid has a little accident and needs a dentist, ASAP. We've been there and waiting for your payday in those situations just doesn't make sense and it adds unnecessary stress. With Earn In, you can pull up to $100 per day or up to $750 each pay period directly from your earnings without the crazy fees or interest rates. It's super simple. Download the Earn In app, verify your paycheck, and get access to your earnings as you earn them. You decide what to tip, and whatever you use gets settled on your next payday. More than 3.5 million users are finding relief and a sense of security with Earn In, calling it a lifeline for financial stability. That peace of mind, it's priceless, and it could be yours. Ready to give it a try? Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Clutter under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help out the show. That's Clutter under Podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. You're listening to The Wannabe Minimalist Show, episode number nine. On today's show, we're talking about how to make your home cozy without breaking the bank, getting all new furniture, or having to put in too much effort. Well, hello there. Welcome back to the second to last episode of 2019 of The Wannabe Minimalist Show. I'm your host, Deanna Yates, and I'm actually mixing things up this week. At the end of last week's show, I said we would be talking about the psychology of minimalism and materialism. But as I was writing the show notes for that episode, my heart just wasn't in it. It's a fascinating topic, and I'm planning to discuss it next week as we head into the new year. But since this episode is going live on Christmas Eve, talking about materialism, well, it just seemed a little bah humbug to me. So instead, we're discussing how to make your home feel extra cozy in the winter. I have a confession to make. I'm not really feeling that Christmassy this year. Maybe it's because we're in a new place, although that has been the story of our lives for a long time now. Maybe it's because we're in California and it doesn't get as cold here. Although it's chillier in my house than I'd like because our natural sunlight exposure is limited this time of year. Or maybe it's just that I've been super busy working on this podcast and my blog, volunteering and starting a new Girl Scout troop for my daughter, and getting our home in order. Whatever it is, I am in need of cozy right now in order to get my head and heart in the spirit of the season. I guess that's why I wanted to talk about this topic so much today. I really need it too. So let's take a look at 14 simple ways you can make your home extra cozy right now. Oh, and I made a cheat sheet for you so you have an easy reference for these 14 ways and you can add that splash of cozy with an action item for each tip. All right, tip number one, layers. So what does that mean in your home? Well, as with fashion, layers help us look put together and purposeful. And the same is true for your home. Layers feel thoughtful and inviting, which is a must for a cozy home. So how do you add layers to your home? 
Well, you can drop a blanket over the back of the couch or over the sidearm of the couch or a chair. You can add a faux sheepskin uh, to your dining bench, and you can add one or two throw pillows to assist with comfort, not for pure decoration. These are comfort and purposeful pillows. These layers are like the accessories on an outfit, and they really can bring a look and a space together. All right, so that's number one, layers. Tip number two are levels. Okay, so now that you know how to add layers to your home, let's talk about the different levels. So levels are how we see and perceive a space. So if there's too much at your eye level or in one plane, your eye doesn't know where to go and it just starts to feel really cold and there's no visual impact. So how do you add these levels to your home? Well, when placing your furniture in pieces, think in terms of low, medium, and high. Low are those pieces that sit on the floor, like a basket, which you could fill with those cozy blankets, chunky furniture where there's not much airflow underneath like a big chunky couch and rugs obviously rugs are laying flat on the floor so they're as low as you can get that medium space is filled with pieces that sit in the middle third of the wall so if you took your wall and you split it into thirds this is right in the middle and those are things like your tables your tv if it's sitting on a stand or your artwork things that you see right at eye level when you walk into a space and then high things are the things that draw your eye upward in a room. So that's things like curtain, crown molding, ceiling lights, really tall plants. Things like this are high items and they draw your eye upward. So by mixing those different levels, low, medium, and high, your home will feel more cozy because it will feel like a purposeful space, one that is put together with intention. So that's tip number two, creating levels. Tip number three is adding texture. Related to layering, you can make your home feel super cozy by adding the right textures. So too many sleek, flat, or shiny surfaces make a space feel cold. This makes me think of something like a hospital or the dentist office, a doctor's office, something that's really cold and sterile. But on the flip side, too many competing textures can make a home feel frumpy, kind of like the quintessential granny house with Afghans everywhere. That's what we're trying to avoid, both of those really extremes, nothing too cold and nothing too frumpy. So how do you add texture in the right way? Well, rugs are an amazing way to add texture to a space. You can use faux fur shag carpets or wool or jute rugs, anything that really breaks up if you have a wood floor. And you can even layer rugs on top of carpet. They can just add that next dimension. Another way to add texture are through fuzzy throws and cozy blankets. These are amazing. One way I have seen this done really well and I really like are adding faux fur throws over a chair. This is very European, very Scandinavian, where you see a sheepskin um, thrown over a chair at a coffee shop or um, on a dining bench. It's very inviting and it just takes the chill off of that surface when you go to sit down, makes you warm and cozy. Um, another way you could do this is to drape a thick crocheted wool blanket over the back of a sofa. So here you're combining that first tip of layering with adding a texture. So as you're bringing all of these tips together, they definitely will start to work in together. And the last way we're going to talk about adding texture is to do so through your textiles and your linens. So these would be things like your curtains, your table runners, or even a soft throw pillow. You want to think of these as items that your hand can't resist touching. 
So if you have a child, you know what this is like. They have a lot of fuzzy blankets and they really like that kind of stuff. So is there something you can add to your room that your hand just wants to touch? It's velvety and it's soft and it just can't resist. So that's tip number three, adding texture. Tip number four for adding coziness to your home this year is to work on your lighting. Now, I am not going to lie. Lighting can be one of the trickiest elements to conquer in a space. Good lighting can make you feel welcome and want to sit for hours and have a chit chat. But bad lighting can make you feel like you're being interrogated or thrown out of a nightclub after last call. None of us have enjoyed that experience. But lighting is, an, is especially important in a room like a living room where you need to have multiple light sources. Brighter ones for larger gatherings and smaller and dimmer lights for more intimate gatherings or a night in. Table lamps are great for this. They can bring that light down from the ceiling down to your eye level and make a room feel very cozy. Okay, so how can you set a cozy mood with lighting? You want to avoid that overhead fluorescent lighting. That's kind of the office space, the hospital lighting. We don't want that in our homes. You want to utilize warm light bulbs, like yellow light instead of cool light bulbs, which is more of a blue light. And you want to let the natural light prevail whenever possible. Now, sometimes this is hard to do, but try to keep your windows open, let that light flood in, and just fill the space during the day. And then, of course, at night, we're going to have to fill this in with artificial light um, from lamps and things like that. So additional lighting can be used overhead if you need to light areas for an abundant, if you have areas that need abundant lighting. Um, so like we were saying, a big gathering in a living room, if you're cooking, you're kids are doing homework at the kitchen counter, that might be a good time to have some overhead lights on. You'll need some task lighting for things like reading. If you're sitting in a chair and you're um, doing some stitching or you're reading um, or you're crafting, you'll need some task lighting. And then accent lighting for areas where, that you want to be more intimate. So um, lighting that can be on a dimmer is also amazing. And if you can't install a dimmer, you can get those three-way light bulbs so that they turn onto three different settings based on what's happening in your space at the time. So that's number four, lighting. This podcast is supported by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. We've been using Active Skin Repair for a few months now, and I am seriously impressed. They use a molecule called hypochlorous acid, which is pretty much a superhero in skincare. It mimics your body's own immune response, helping to cleanse, soothe, and reduce inflammation to support the natural healing process. And let me tell you, it works for more than just scraped knees. Whether it's sunburns, rashes, or even more persistent issues like eczema or acne, Active Skin Repair has got you covered. The best part? It's totally safe and non-toxic. That means it's gentle enough for every skin type, from the little ones to grandma and everyone in between, making it the go-to for everyone in the family. I scraped my knuckle the other day while doing laundry, and my first thought was to grab the Active Skin Repair because one, it doesn't sting like other products, and two, I knew it would help me heal faster. So if you're looking for a natural, effective way to handle boo-boos, check out Active Skin Repair. And because you're a listener, you can get 20% off your order. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair, and to get 20% off your order, use code CLUTTERFREE. Again, that's ActiveSkinRepair.com and use code CLUTTERFREE to get 20% off your order. Do you wish you could find an educational podcast that your kids actually want to listen to and you enjoy too? 
Well, you're in luck. Mysteries About True Histories, affectionately known as math, is a weekly show full of time travel, puzzles, hidden equations, history, and lots of laughs. We listened to a few episodes, and not only did our daughter want to listen to more next time we're in the car, I found myself chuckling too. Every episode follows two best friends, Max and Molly, who work together to solve riddles and math equations during their time-traveling adventures. You're transported to moments in ancient history like Pythagoras Ancient Greece, the era of the Aztecs, Sir Isaac Newton's England, and more. Plus, they do a great job of teaching math theory without it being boring, complicated, or overly childish. And that can't be easy, but it's not really a surprise considering Mysteries About True Histories is from the creators of the hit podcast Who Smarted, Brain Games on Nat Geo and Disney+, and Brainchild on Netflix. Episodes drop every Thursday, and since they are about 15 minutes, they are the perfect length for kids ages 6 and up. Turn your next car ride, break time, or bedtime into math time with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. So tune in to Mysteries About True Histories with your kids on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Number five also relates to light, and this is lighting candles. Candles are one of the secrets of the Huga movement inspired by the Danish, also known as some of the happiest people on earth. So they might know a thing or two about being cozy. Candles can transform a space by adding light and warmth through fire. If you have kiddos at home and you're nervous about lighting, you know, real candles, I totally get it. The faux candles these days are pretty convincing. You get the light and the sense of coziness without that risk of fire. Okay, so a few ways you can use candles for coziness. You want to use multiple sizes of candles to create dimension and interest. Um, candles that are all the same height, again, you want to use that levels, the low, high, um, the low, medium, and high. And different uh, sizes of candles just help actually add texture and interest. You want to place candles throughout a room. Um, if you only have one area for candles, that's fantastic. But to make the whole room cozy, you can spread them out around the room in different little groupings, and that really lights up the whole space. Another way for using candles for coziness is to use candles that don't require candle holders. This is the wannabe minimalist show, so I'm going to try to give you tips that help you cut down on that clutter. And if you can use pillar candles, those are a much better option um, because they don't necessarily need a candle holder to go with them. And then finally, make sure the scents on the candles coordinate and they don't compete against each other. For instance, you probably wouldn't want to light a tropical scented candle with a forest scented candle. The scents probably wouldn't go together very well and it just wouldn't give you the best cozy vibe. If you can, use scents that all kind of coordinate and go together. So that's number five, lighting candles. Number six also has to do with fire. So speaking of that fire, try to light a fire in the fireplace if you have one. Just the mention of a fire crackling in the fireplace fills my heart and mind with cozy visions. Gazing into fire lowers your stress levels, and the heat produced by that fire warms your home from the inside out. So if you're lucky enough to have a fireplace, you absolutely owe it to yourself to use it. So let's look at how to use a fireplace to add coziness. Even if you have a non-working fireplace, you can still fill it with candles for the same effect. It won't be quite as warm, and it's not as easy, but you'll still get the same sense of a fire in the fireplace and having that coziness. Or if you do have a real fireplace, wood burning or gas burning, try to place some seating 
near the fireplace to get that full cozy effect. And if you are not able to rearrange your furniture and it's not positioned around your fireplace, add a few floor pillows. That's a great way to be able to just kind of nestle up, read a book, sit by the fire, and just enjoy it. All right, so that's number six, lighting a fire in the fireplace. Number seven, we're going to move away from fire now. So number seven for how to add coziness to your home is to add life to your space with live plants. Now, I do not have a green thumb. In fact, I have a really hard time keeping plants alive. So this is definitely one I'm working on in the new year. But all homes can benefit from some greenery in them. And I'm always amazed at just how even a little touch of a plant life can make my space feel so much more inviting. Great, so how do we add plants to our home? Well, if money is tight, consider growing a plant from seeds. Did you know that you can grow a small avocado tree just from the pit of an avocado that you ate? If you have enough patience, it will sprout and grow into a live plant, although it won't bear fruit, but the plant is still lovely. You can add plants to your space that are native to your area so the upkeep is minimal and it's nicer on the environment. So now that we're in California, succulents are a big thing. And surprisingly enough, I haven't even been able to keep those alive. I think I'm watering them too much. So we're going to go back to the drawing board in 2020 and see if I can keep even a succulent alive. But if you have a brown thumb like I do, you can still add live plants in the form of cut flowers. Even a small bouquet from the grocery store really perks up a room. So there's no excuse. So that's number seven for making your home feel more cozy is adding life to your space with plants. Tip number eight is to make your bed a relaxing retreat. (sighs) Just the thought of cozying up in a nice, soft, cuddly bed. Oh, it just makes my heart smile. So your bedroom is your oasis after a long day, and it's where you spend at least a third of your life. Now, albeit most of that is unconscious if you're sleeping, but since our rest and relaxation is paramount to our well-being, this space really should be of the utmost importance to us. All right, so here's a few tips on how to make your bed cozy. One, go ahead and invest in comfortable bedding. I absolutely love organic cotton sheets and a linen duvet cover over a down comforter, but I understand that that's not in everyone's budget. Do your best to get quality bedding. I promise you will not regret it. Tip number two is to have pillows you love. Life is way too short to sleep with uncomfortable pillows. If it's been a while since you've got a new pillow, do yourself a favor and get a new one that you love. Trust me, it's worth it. Number three, embrace the messy bed look. I know we're trying to teach our daughter how to make her bed every day, but when you look at pictures of cozy bedrooms, are the beds perfectly made or do they look like you could dive in and snuggle up, right? Probably the latter. (laughs) And then number four, have only the number of pillows that you need. A few extra pillows are nice for those times you want to cuddle in bed and watch a movie, but resist the temptation to fill your bed with pillows that you have to remove every night in order to get to sleep. This automatically conjures up that scene from Along Came Polly where Ben Stiller and Jennifer Aniston are taking the pillows off the bed and she just looks at him like he is crazy for spending so much time on those pillows every night. And that is what I'm thinking here. Have the pillows that you need to have your bed be comfortable for you, but don't overdo it just for the sake of trying to make it pretty. All right, that's tip number eight. Make your bed a relaxing retreat. 
Tip number nine for how to make your home cozier than ever is to add wood pieces. So wooden pieces make a space feel cozy because when you get down to it, wood makes us think of a ski lodge or a crackling fire. So too many metal items in your home can feel cold and competing fabrics can feel like a mess. So bring in wood when possible. Just be sure not to overdo it. So remember tip number one, layer. You wanna make sure you have different kinds of pieces working together. Not all of one thing and not all of one size and not all of one level. Life is a mix and that is what this is too. So how can you add the right amount of wood to your home? Well, one, you could incorporate natural elements like a wooden tree trunk footstool, a dining bench, or a side table. You can accent your fireplace with chopped wood, or you can use reclaimed wood as a picture frame. This would add texture, layers, and levels. So much goodness along with that wood accent piece. All right, that's tip number nine. Add some wood elements to your space. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Hello, you sentient ball of stardust. My name is Casey Davis. I'm a therapist and I'm an author of the book, How to Keep House While Drowning where I talk about ways to make it a little bit easier to take care of yourself when you're overwhelmed, stressed, have mental health issues, physical health issues, or maybe you're just in a hard season of life. Maybe you're looking for a place that you can come and listen to some practical advice. This is a podcast for all of the self-help rejects. We're going to talk about skills for survival and self-kindness. And I'm going to leave the pop psychology at the door. I promise not to tell you to meditate or to journal. We're just going to give you some really insightful conversations with hopefully some practical advice. So I don't believe you need to pick yourself up by the bootstraps. I don't want you to just try harder and I don't believe that laziness exists. So join me over on Struggle Care where we can find compassionate solutions that help us function a little bit better. Tip number 10 for a cozy house is to keep slippers by the door. This was a habit we actually picked up while living in Germany. Now all native Germans that we met had house shoes right by their door and our daughter even needed them at her kindergarten. While we were already accustomed to taking our shoes off when we got home, having a pair of slippers waiting by the door is such a wonderful way to be welcomed home. So how can you incorporate slippers into your cozy home? First, have a place to sit and remove your shoes at the front door. That's an immediate way to feel invited back home. Second, have a place to store your shoes by the entry when you get home so that everything has a place and everything can be put in its place to keep it neat and tidy. 
That way you can put on your nice cozy slippers and enjoy the rest of your evening at home. And finally, I would suggest actually purchasing a few extra slippers for your guests to use when they are in your home. It's just such a nice little touch to be able to offer that to your guests. If you're wearing slippers and you offer them a pair of slippers, oh my gosh, that would just be such a nice little touch and I would feel so welcome into someone's home. So if you want to go a little bit above and beyond, there's a tip for you. Get some slippers for your guests if you're going to be wearing these house shoes and slippers in your home when you invite them over. All right, that's tip number 10. Keep slippers by the door. Tip number 11 is using warm wall colors. Now, painting your walls may not be possible. It's actually not for me at the time of this recording as we are renting our townhouse. But if you can, paint is one of the easiest, quickest, and cheapest ways to update an entire space and give it a new cozy look. Here's how I'd recommend choosing your paint colors. I would actually use a favorite textile from within your home, like an area rug or a throw pillow. It's super easy to match paint colors these days. So if you can take in a clipping, bring the paint samples home, or you can take the pillow in and they can color match usually at the store for you. Tip number two is look for colors with warm undertones. You wanna stick with tans and beiges and even grays works here. That's the gray beige color. You don't want anything that's too cool. So you don't want um, a really stark gray color um, that doesn't have that kind of beigey undertone with it. So just look at something that has those warm undertones. Doesn't have to be all tan and beige, but something with that kind of an undertone, you'll be able to tell at the store. And finally, if it's too drastic to have to paint your whole house or your whole room. Maybe you have really tall ceilings and one room kind of leads into the other. That's kind of the case with us with our townhome. Then consider painting a bold warm color on one wall. That would really change up the space, make it a lot cozier, and give you a focal point. Plus then you don't have to paint your whole space or change your whole house at once. You can just do a little bit at a time. So that's tip number 11, use warm wall colors to change your space and make it super cozy. Tip number 12 is add personal memories to your space. A home filled with love and putting photos and mementos on the wall displays that love to you and your guests. If you walk into your home and there's no art and there's no pictures of family, it almost feels like a model home. Have you ever had that experience where you've walked into someone's home and you weren't sure how long they'd lived there? because they just didn't have anything that seemed really personal in the house. Well, that makes your house cold and uninviting, so make it cozy by adding these personal memories to your space. So how can you do this? Well, for the most impact, you could choose fewer but larger photos to display. Pick a few favorites. Don't pick every picture from this last year. Try to really edit and use a really um, discerning eye to pick your favorite pieces from the last year and just display one or two of them. Blow them up, make them big, make them have a big impact on your space. Or if you have lots of pictures that are kind of similar, group those pictures together and then use similar frames to keep the focus on those images. So I love those series of pictures. If you have more than one child and you have similar pictures of each of them, I love seeing those displayed that way. Or if you have one child and they have different poses and you can display them all together, you can be really creative with this, and usually if you have a theme, it has a lot more impact on the pictures. And then finally, be creative with what you display. So one of our friends has a pair of their son's jeans from when he was a toddler, and she framed them in a shadow box and put them up on her wall. And 
I love it. It was, it's such a cool way to display something really personal and just from an amazing time, you know, in your life when your child was young and you have these really fun things. So I just loved that way of how she honored that part of their lives together. Okay, and I have one more bonus tip for you. This is one that my parents do and we love it. It's so much fun. Every year when you take your Christmas tree out, add family photos to it. They have a bunch of ornaments that are all those photo frames and they fill them with all the family members and our daughter loves finding them and looking at them and we love looking back at the memories and adding new ones to the tree and it really just makes the tree feel so personal and and just really inviting. It's really fun. Give it a try. All right, so that's number 12, adding personal memories to your space. I've got two more tips for you on how to make your home super cozy. Tip number 13 is to declutter your stacks of mess. So nothing says uncozy more than a cluttered space that's filled with a mess of papers and things to put away. It makes your mind work in overdrive. It's constantly sizing up the space, making a to-do list of all these tasks to complete, and it never lets you relax. And honestly, when I think of cozy, I think of relax. I think of relaxing, I think of being at peace, and I think of just unwinding and rejuvenating. So cluttered doesn't fit in this picture. Here are some tips for decluttering those spaces. One, sort all of your items in the space using the five box method. I talked about this a lot in episode three of this podcast, so I'll leave a link in the show notes so you can check it out. Second, pack away all of your stuff and set a day to deal with it. If you need to get your home cozy right now, friends are coming over, you've got Christmas parties going on, just put it all away and we can deal with it at another date. Speaking of another date, if you really want to keep your foot to the fire, go ahead and join my decluttering challenge and I'll help you get through it. We'll start on January 11th. Right now, sort through your items as quickly as possible. If you don't have time, pack them away. And then three, join my decluttering challenge and I'll help you make sure we go through your whole home starting on January 11th and you'll be done by the end of the month. Deal? Cool. All right, and our final tip for making your home cozy right now is to surround yourself with the stuff you love. So your home is your personal sanctuary for you and your family. You deserve to have it filled with the stuff that you love and the pieces that make you feel alive. So go through your home and toss out or donate anything that weighs you down or makes you feel guilty. Life is way too short for that. The tip for this one is super simple. Just get to it. Look around your house. Toss anything that you or someone in your family doesn't love, and that's it. Simple as that. That wraps up today's episode for 14 simple ways you can make your home extra cozy right now. Let's recap them, shall we? Tip number one was to add layers to your home. Just like the accessories in your outfit, layers make your home feel purposeful. Tip number two was to create levels in your home. Using that gauge of low, medium, and high, make sure there's something at each of those levels within a space to make it feel cozier and inviting. Tip number three was to add texture. Make sure that you're adding some coziness through fuzzy things that your hands want to touch. Tip number four is lighting. This one can be one of the toughest, but you want to make sure that you have different kinds of lighting in each space. You want overhead lighting for overall brightness. You want task lighting for specific tasks. And then you want small accent lighting for more intimate settings and gatherings with friends. Tip number five is to light candles. 
Candles can make your space so cozy, and it's one of the secrets of hookah, so definitely look at doing that. Tip number six is to light a fire in the fireplace if you have one. Tip number seven was to add life to your space with plants. Tip number eight was to make your bed a relaxing retreat. Tip number nine was to add wood pieces. Tip number 10 was to keep slippers by your door, or house shoes as they'd call them in Germany. Tip number 11 is to use warm wall colors throughout your space. Tip number 12 was to add personal memories to your space using family photos and mementos from your travels or things that are special to you. Tip number 13 is to declutter your stacks of mess. And if you need help, don't forget to sign up for my decluttering challenge. And tip number 14 is to surround yourself with stuff you love. And finally, if you found this helpful, I would love it if you would subscribe to this podcast and leave a review so other families can find it too. Next week on the podcast, we'll get back on schedule and discuss the psychology behind materialism versus minimalism. It's a fascinating topic and it will help you over the hurdles most people stumble on when trying to declutter. You won't want to miss it. See you then and have a very Merry Christmas if you celebrate. Hello, you sentient ball of stardust. My name is Casey Davis. I'm a therapist and I'm an author of the book, How to Keep House While Drowning, where I talk about ways to make it a little bit easier to take care of yourself when you're overwhelmed, stressed, have mental health issues, physical health issues, or maybe you're just in a hard season of life. Maybe you're looking for a place that you can come and listen to some practical advice. This is a podcast for all of the self-help rejects. We're going to talk about skills for survival and self-kindness. And I'm going to leave the pop psychology at the door. I promise not to tell you to meditate or to journal. We're just going to give you some really insightful conversations with hopefully some practical advice. So I don't believe you need to pick yourself up by the bootstraps. I don't want you to just try harder. And I don't believe that laziness exists. So join me over on Struggle Care, where we can find compassionate solutions that help us function a little bit better.